0: This podcast brought to you by Earthlink.
1: It's Friday,
2: February 3rd, 2006. I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report. And
0: I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal.
2: Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, CNET's podcast of indeterminate length featuring fabulous producer Veronica. Fabulous. And also... Molly and Tom, <laughs> sometimes also,
0: and Molly and Tom
2: <laughs> and Tom. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: you email people think you're so funny.
2: I just want to give a quick thank you again to Leo Laporte who was oh, yeah, on our was show really yesterday, fun. and that was really fun. And we got a bunch of good emails from people who are fans of both podcasts who
0: really liked the synergy. So synergy, and we got we a, a nice email from again. Leo too. Yeah, I need, yeah. We need to send him a fruit basket or something. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. A good one. Anyway, a good fruit basket. Yeah. A fruit basket. I can't talk today. A Fantastic fruit basket. (laughs) A fruit fruit basket.
0: (laughs) But into the news. What do you got for us, Molly?
2: Onward. Um, Hey, you know how uh, pirate music uh, sales are on the... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's Friday.
0: Pirate music. You know how
2: music sales are totally on the decline and it's all because of piracy and the availability of multiple digital copies and probably the fact that people are going to start recording radio from their satellite radios. Everyone knows. Except that it turns out that maybe, maybe people don't buy music because it costs too much and it kind of sucks.
0: No, what proof do you have of that? Uh,
2: Well, it just so happens (laughs) that I have here the results of a joint poll conducted by the Associated Press and the Rolling Stone magazine in which three quarters of music fans, 75%, say compact discs are too expensive Mm -hmm. and 58% say music in general is
0: getting worse. Yes, yes, but that just leads them to steal, right? 80%
2: 80% of the respondents, you're such a good straight man, consider it stealing to download music for free.
0: Sure, but they do it anyway, right? Without copyright
2: holder's permission. And 92% say they've never done it. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, they say that. So
2: basically this totally so backs up. 92% say that. 85% have probably never done it. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. <laughs> Math. I would
0: say that I've never done it.
1: So that points to exactly what we've been saying all along that if yeah. you give someone a free way, uh, you know, a legitimate, a legitimate way, way legitimate. to buy music Not online, even they free, will. But I just didn't mean legit. to say free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have right. too much
2: pizza.
0: <laughs> we actually got to eat before the podcast. I that's know that's why we're so jumpy. It's making me
2: think all funny. We're totally fired all this out. energy. <laughs> yeah, no, it all really. The carbs. It's interesting because Ars Technica has a really good analysis of this um, study today, which I found on Yahoo News actually, that says that it kind of points to also. The consumer love affair with the 99 cent download and how that really does resonate and how unfortunately the record industry, because they haven't been willing to bring down CDs, say, CD prices, and they haven't been willing to sign good artists and they turn all their energy toward friggin Ashley Simpson, hmm. um, are, are probably going oh, to ruin. But that's not worthwhile. <clears throat> which I'm sure is fine. Are probably going to also go ahead and ruin the 99 cent download so that oh. then they'll, in a year they'll be complaining that digital music sales are also down and that it's obviously because all consumers are thieves.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, if you want to find good music right now, you have to look for it. You have to put a little effort, but it is there. There is good music out there. It's just not in the hands of Hollywood in well, most yeah, cases. And, and, that, and there that's are good, the good Hollywood artists, too. No, I mean, I, mean, I think but, this is
2: obviously, this audience who responded to this poll is obviously the masses, right? They're the people who are hearing the music on the radio. They're getting, their, their discoverability method is what the industry gives them.
0: And we should point out, this isn't necessarily a scientific Study well. How is it not? Well, a I mean, it's, it's
2: statistically it's, relevant. It's not peer re-
0: of... no, hold on. Let me finish. It's not scientific. It's not peer-reviewed, but you don't it know is that. the Associated Press and Rolling Stone, so it's fairly credible.
2: It's a statistically relevant st- telephone Exactly. Sample. That's my point. Anyway, for what? Well, it's, no, it's not. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, this hasn't been put out in a peer reviewed journal. It's, but it's, it's no, still statistically relevant. No, but I think statistically the, relevant. the method,
2: like, the method by which you determine that a sample size is statistically relevant and then conduct okay, an anonymous poll is, is this in itself. argument is
1: irrelevant. At is this in point.
2: itself considered to be a scientifically relevant method for collecting data. Move it along, kids. Move anyway. Move along. <laughs> anyway, the music industry should read this and they won't.
0: Is the point of that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they should, they so should. it doesn't just really say, matter not. They should say, oh, wait, CDs don't need to cost $20.
0: Instead, they'll come up with new ways to put things like root kits on their CDs and end up getting sued. Hmm. Well like, the oh. like the people in Canada.
2: Like the people in Canada.
0: Apparently. No, the people
2: in Canada didn't come up with any ways, by the way. They're suing.
0: Class action suit <laughs> in the U.S. has apparently been settled. Uh, While other suits and government legal actions are pending in several U.S. states, but there is now a lawsuit, I believe it is a class action suit in Canada against Mm -hmm. Sony, for infecting people's computers with rootkits from their music CDs. I was unaware that the class action suit in the U.S. had been settled.
2: I did not know that either. Yeah. Hmm. Perhaps some of you have um, one to two pennies coming to you (laughs) as a result. Sony, apparently the complaints include that Sony released at least 34 titles in Canada with sales of approximately 120,000 CDs, infected CDs. They waited two extra weeks to begin recalling CDs in Canada as compared to Uh. the United States.
1: Why? And they
2: complained that Sony did not do enough to remove the CDs from store shelves. One of the named complainants purchased the CD on Boxing Day, weeks after the recall was announced. And the complaint alleges that the CDs are still now being
0: sold. Yeah, it's a whole other, you know, recalling something that widely distributed can't be an easy task. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be stuff still out there. Yeah, most likely. Meanwhile, below the 48th parallel, Mary Lindor, a home health aide who has never bought, used, or even turned on a computer in her life, according to the posting on Slashdot, has been sued by the Recording Industry Association <laughs> oh of America for using an online God. distribution system to download, distribute, and or make available <laughs> plaintiff's music files. Yeah. Isn't this fun?
2: She has requested a pre-motion conference in anticipation of making a summary judgment motion dismissing the complaint and awarding her attorney's fees under the Copyright Act.
0: While you can walk down to Canal Street in New York or other places in other cities and just pick up pirated CDs from people who are actually seriously breaking the law, the RIAA is spending their time suing Mary Lindor, <laughs> who has never bought, used, or turned on a computer in her life.
2: Seriously, funniest slash dot posting ever. This woman does laundry a lot and has no dryer, so she hangs her clothes to dry. When the RIAA said she was using an online distribution system to make plaintiff's music files available, they were not referring to a computer. What they meant is that she was often heard whistling copyrighted songs while she hangs clothes on (laughs) the line. Hence, online distribution system. (laughs) Two points, Commodore Sloat. Nice, hilarious. That is
0: hilarious.
2: Um, yeah, you one would hope that the RIA just continues to erode its own credibility, and yet they seem to have a bunch of money and power.
0: Yeah, they got a lot of inertia. You Isn't know, inertia accounts for a lot.
2: The way. Speaking of evil organizations, evil. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if it's that evil, but America Online says that they're going to charge senders for incoming email. Now this appears to be some sort of a spam.
0: Yeah, there's a, white, there's, a thing, you know, there's a thing called a whitelist, uh, which some you, you may be familiar with, where you put on your incoming uh, distribution a list of domains and IP addresses that are safe, mm-hmm. and then everything else is kicked out. Right, okay. So opposite it's opposite a- of a blacklist. A blacklist actually just kicks out the things on the list. A whitelist only allows things on the list. So what they're saying is instead of being able to qualify for AOL's good mail whitelist, they will instead charge you to be a part of the whitelist. Oh. So this this wouldn't affect individual uh, consumers unless you run your own domain. Because if use you're an email a subscriber,
2: you're not going to have to pay.
0: So, but Earthlink will have to pay, for instance, to get their emails to be delivered into AOL's system.
2: Mm. Um. Yeah. Uh, fine. <laughs> no, and here's why. Like, it's not that I think that companies should just be gouged at their money, but someone needs to do something about spam. And if companies suddenly start having to pay to send out mass emails, because some companies are kind of walking the line pretty close to spam. And if they have to start paying to be part of whitelists, it could motivate them a heck of a lot more to, I don't know, form some coalition, try to really get behind fixing the, solve pro- the spam problem, put out better filters. You and know?
0: Microsoft actually, actually proposed this several years back of making yeah. it a standard for fractions of a cent per message to be charged so that... I as an individual sender right. will not will not you know I can send thousands of emails and maybe only rack up a charge of a buck but somebody who is a spammer who's sending out millions and millions and maybe even billions of emails mm-hmm. uh, will rack up a pretty hefty charge. So, well, and, and that's what they're talking about. They're talking about charging fractions of a cent. And in fact, most of the senders for, are on board with this. They're like, right. "Yes, that's okay. We don't mind paying a little bit because it's a small amount." Well, As, the other
2: thing is, it's not just to send the email. <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> it's not just to Understood. send the email. It sounds like yeah. it's a. <laughs> it sounds like it is primarily. So that you can display images and hyperlinks by default,
0: ah, because I see. right
2: now AOL blocks mm-hmm. that, and Fantastic. so you, So yeah, so good, even mail. better
0: solution. Yeah, you know, and totally. uh, and Yahoo is apparently going to go down this road as well. Is the indication, right. and, and you know, at first, blanch, you would say this this is a bad thing. I'm going to have to pay well, yeah, to receive I don't it. Know but if it is the way they're implementing it is actually pretty smart.
2: Yeah, and in this case, then I think I have to give a little ding to Slashdot for their inflammatory, horry he- headline: AOL to charge
0: senders for incoming mail. Meanwhile, there is a reason to hate AOL, right? God! (laughs) We'll get to Molly's reasons for hating and some details on the PS3 as well as a rant against Google when we return. Do you
1: believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service, too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. EarthLink. We revolve around you.
2: Okay. Unfortunately,
0: tell us how it began. Molly. As
2: part of my job here at CNET, I am occasionally required to install a bunch of software that I would not otherwise install. Yesterday, I was shooting a weekend project, which, as you may not know, is a lovely CNET help and how-to series accompanied by tutorial cnet. videos. Weekend project at um, So I had to install a bunch of software yesterday, and it really, it really brought home to me how bad software installation has gotten lately. <laughs> It is unbelievable. I had to install AOL for one. And I, I have to say, I have never seen a stupider program in my entire life. Like a long, For example, a long time ago, I had an AOL account. I wasn't sure if it was still active. It was a, like a PR account or something. So I was like, well, I'll just try. So I download AOL. I go to try to log in with the old name and password. And of course, it doesn't work because it's not active anymore. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go to the AOL website, sign up for the new, sign up again, and put in the old name and then just upgrade, you know, just pay. Okay. Apparently, AOL has no way to tell if you have ever previously been a member. All it will say is, that username is currently in use. And I'm like, I know, by me. I'm the one using it. And so then it.
0: Well, you're it, not using it because you're not a subscriber. I'm
2: not using it, but it. <clears throat> It would kill them to be smart enough to be like, hey, we see that you were formerly a subscriber, like identify yourself and maybe you can pay again. I don't know, whatever, nothing. So then I sign up and then that doesn't work. And then it's like this thing is already in use. I'm like, I know I just signed up and it gave me the thing. And you can't figure out where to (laughs) download it. It's just unbelievable. So then I, I finally get it all figured out. It gets worse. Of course, you have to give them your credit card number to try it out for free. And then you have to cancel. And I think that to cancel, you have to call, which I'm sure is going to be
0: Awesome. This is similar to the get a free iPod. Yeah, I'm really looking
2: forward to that. Then you uninstall it, which of course I did right away, and it just leaves so much stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: AOL's been the worst at that for a long time. But I
2: mean, it doesn't just leave icons. Uh It left a little AOL taskbar down in my system tray. What? Where it has all these little buttons, like quick launch buttons, so that if I were to click the little AOL Instant Messenger icon, it would launch AIM Express. That's And a search bar and stuff. It's full-on Parasiteware. So then when I went back to the add or remove programs, there were like nine separate AOL components that had to all be uninstalled. And each one required a restart.
0: Oh, (laughs) Oh, wow. Were you at least able to clear them out through the add remove tool? Yes. Okay. I hope. That could be the only saving I can only
2: imagine. But it was just very interesting because I also had to install a bunch of instant messengers, which I think are in themselves really becoming parasite where obviously like their memory hogs in the extreme but they they install all this attendant junk yahoo is the worst they all cause themselves to auto start then Mm -hmm. when you launch windows with yahoo you can't even find an option to keep it from doing that Uh a preference at least the other ones have a preference they trick you when you try to close them so that you actually just hide them and they're still running and
0: as i mentioned they're giant memory hogs if you do that
1: game doesn't do that no and
0: trillion doesn't do that well in fact I was thinking about this when you're talking about how installation is getting out of hand. The small and generally free or open source programs have the best installations. They do yeah. by far, by far.
2: Because these things are just—it's huge. They launch little Windows when they launch. I mean, they just mm-hmm. MSN like sort of tries to force you into getting a .NET passport thing when you.
1: Right, I remember that because I had Insane. to. I had to install like four different ones for the holiday help desk. Yeah, um, oh, to yeah. talk to people over instant messenger, and it was just—it's
2: not brutal. And then I went to try to install brutal. Flash Eight. Like, I had to go through download.com because the auto-update wasn't working for some reason. And then when you go Another to the plug. Macromedia site... Well, when you click click here to install, it takes you there. And then uh-huh. you go through to the Macromedia yeah. site. It's totally weird. Look at that. But um, when you go to the Macromedia site, then to install Flash, you have a pre-checked option to install the Yahoo toolbar. Oh, please. What? Well, how is that even related? And then Firefox today... Everybody's letting me down. And then Firefox today... <laughs> Just automatically installed some sort of update. It didn't ask me or tell me that an update was available. And then all of a sudden I get this little message. It's like, you have to restart Firefox. Current tabs be damned.
0: You should check your settings. because I get. I should I check have, my
2: spyware I have sandbox. Been, no, no, no. I've
0: been <laughs> lately getting a, a pop-up saying, would you like to upgrade to Firefox 1.51? I got that too. And I've been saying no because I just didn't want to restart. Uh, so your settings may be set... To automatically update. Well, you know what?
1: I, Maybe, got, that, that I got been be there yesterday and I got kinda of nervous. I was like, Where I know, did this come it looks from? I've never like
0: seen... it looks like a pop up ad. Yeah, and then at it came first. and
1: then it sent me to Mozilla. Uh huh. But I was just kind of yeah. I was a little wary of clicking on it. No,
0: no, no. But it's legit. But it, yeah. you're right. The first time I saw it I was like, Whoa And then what's that? The,
1: another weird thing was when I when I did do the updates, it brought up plugins that I didn't think I had. And that no, made me nervous. That's freaky. That's freaky too. I was I'll like, I've never heard of that plugin. Report See, back.
2: What I'm saying is, I am. The moral here is that I am looking forward to the Google web based operating system because software is getting kind of scary. Yeah, and freaking annoying.
0: So. <laughs> Kubuntu?
2: Kubuntu? <laughs> Kubuntu! Right. Please, Kubuntu, Well, maybe you bucks. should
0: just buy a PS3 and do all of your web surfing off of that, because apparently <laughs> it's going to be able to do everything. It's going to yeah. be so
1: expensive.
0: Wowie, wow. Only $1,500. Oh, yeah. Now, that's not an actual price quote.
2: According to the PlayStation <laughs> forums, uh, apparently the this magazine... Which they have screenshots of. Which they so, have screenshots
0: of. Unless they're expert oh, I
2: saw this, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, this magazine, the March issue, uh, the magazine's called PSM playstation magazine magazine
1: <laughs> it's got the thing on okay. playstation live right or what's yeah the xbox live yeah. Killer? apparently
2: yeah the march issue apparently will have tons of details for example it will have this online service that they say will go well beyond xbox live it will be a dvr it will connect with the psp it will have an itunes type service to let you download high definition movies and music We'll see. Mm -hmm. It will take the media center functionality that the 360 has even further. It will serve as a location-free player for the PSP. It will make your coffee. It will do your laundry. (laughs) It will take care of your kids. <laughs> it will do
0: firmware updates to add more functionality as they think of it, like taking care of your kids.
2: And like you say, it will cost $900. No, it and doesn't a, say anything about pricing.
0: Fall release date. No, no release date for the online service. I yeah.
2: definitely heard
1: a over $500 rumor. Yeah. I've heard
0: that rumor, too. You know, they'll probably do what Xbox did, though, be a and core. have a bare-bones system yeah. and all that stuff. going to be a core stuff. system, yeah.
1: and I heard, think that's going to be somewhere around 250
0: And, and everything up, will be insanely but... <laughs> DRM. I'm not really so making So you won't it be able to share any of this content with anything that isn't made by Sony. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly so it'll just basically it will just be all a clever ruse to get we're, you to buy a we're, PSP. That, by
0: the way that's my opinion that doesn't say that in the article right I should make that
2: clear. although that seems extremely seems likely i likely. mean i mean come on sony is king of proprietary like regardless yeah. of of evil or not evil drm they're the king of proprietary so this is only going to work with the psp and whatever other probably only work with bios it's too
1: bad because i want to i want a ps3 but i have a ds now I'm like, oh no, I can't. No interoperability mm-hmm. between the two, obviously.
0: Obviously, but it's like
1: maybe I should have gotten a PSP if I had known. that the live stuff. That's was what to work they want so you well. to say. I know it's too late
0: now. Yeah, that's exactly that why they do money. it. So I'm seeing how this is going to work out. PS3 comes out, becomes the life for people who buy the PS3, mm-hmm. and then Google becomes the <laughs> life for everyone else. It'll be like this Cold War between Sony and Google ruling the <laughs> earth.
2: You're just the king. I'm on the Google side. Cold War, Sony and Google, I
0: like it. Yeah, Google's going to start a finance site. According to a rumor that we saw on Half-Baked, the CNET blog, uh, Google investors watched the (laughs) stock plunge 20% Monday. Uh, may soon be able to turn to Google to track their investments. Uh, I love uh, that. Good, good on you, Greg Sandoval. For Google, that. yeah, that's clever. Uh, <laughs> according to an industry source, Google is developing a personal finance site to rival Yahoo Finance. Well, is of they gonna, course they are. Of course they are. Are we all
1: going to live off of like Google money in and like then, 10 years?
0: Mm-hmm. the times.co.uk is talking about the rumors Google that uh, Google is going to start not only their own internet, oh no, <laughs> their own internet protocol.
2: Well, wouldn't they have to have that their
0: own internet, their own IP network? Well, I suppose they could just use TCP/IP right. on their own dark on their own be fiber. Like their own but no, thing. now they're going to have their own global internet protocol, a private alternative to the internet controlled by the search giant. Mm-hmm. So that you can say, "I uh, see you later, Bell South. You know, charge us fine. We'll just go start our own internet." Good. Yeah, and I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, there's also I'm going to make up some rumors. Google will start <laughs> selling oxygen. <laughs> uh google is working on a cure for cancer that's true and uh google
2: has wired the moon for for wireless access you'll actually be able (gasps) to turn the moon into a giant hotspot. that would be so awesome awesome.
0: do it google do it actually be able to use google (laughs) to visit the moon you just upload yourself (laughs) it's getting so exhausting yeah so pick your sides folks google or sony The future is coming; it's inevitable. Hmm. Get used to it. Hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, another interesting posting on Boing Boing about the Google China thing. A Boing Boing reader pointed out that Google has been uh, restricting access in Azerbaijan and Uzbekistan for Mm. some time now. That the Google and nobody seemed to be really all up in arms about that.
2: Yeah, this the reader says, or the posting says, Google repression is totally old news. Which, again, not that surprising. I so mean, anyway, yeah.
0: Google has Azerbaijan and Uzbekistan. I'm guessing Kazakhstan will go to Sony and then uh, I'll work on a map,
2: uh, put up on Flickr. Wow. Libraries in the UK are also doomed to be owned. No, just kidding. Um.
0: The libraries in the UK are actually fighting back. Good, Yeah, this they're, is good they're
2: fighting back against digital rights management. Which and is they have a very
0: long term and interesting argument. I like this. What is it? Well, basically they're saying, okay, so you DRM something and you make it work so we can't crack it. Great, what happens when you go out of business... 50 years from now, and we're trying to archive materials, right. which is our job, is to preserve culture and preserve information, and we can't crack the DRM. We can't get into that. Now, my feeling on this is it's a little bit of a straw man because almost every DRM is crackable, right? and and they would be able to do it, but they wouldn't be able to do it legally necessarily, and in the future with a lot of different DRMs coming up and different companies doing it, trying to figure out who actually holds the digital rights to something, yeah. and who legally can give them access, it's, it's, good- it's it's just a mess.
2: Apparently, I did. I would not have thought this, actually. The British Library spends £2 million a year of its £16 million acquisitions budget on digital material.
0: So I think that's becoming more concern. of a trend in, in libraries is to have to, you know... I mean, it, it would have to be well, to acquire just, digital materials.
2: It's also just kind of nice to see someone who's not just a sort of grouchy consumer talking about <laughs> the fact that DRM is a problem. It's not just something that annoys us because we want to steal. And that's the message that I keep wanting to send. It's not that... We are out here being like, no, we should get everything for free. It's that we run up against DRM. It's a daily obstacle in terms of dealing with information that we should have unfettered access to. And
0: the British Library is not saying DRM must be thrown out and never used. They're saying DRM must not, in their words, exert excessive control on access to information because that threatens their concept of fair dealing and library privilege. Right.
2: Speaking of excessive controls, um, on information. And also, <laughs> nice. thanks. Good and job. also, uh, the Super Bowl Go Steelers. Go, Steelers. <clears throat> go Daddy. What is this? And go Daddy. Deploy- go <laughs> Daddy. They- <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, go Daddy, as you may know, has had many versions of their advertisements denied.
0: Yeah, there's a fantastic page that collects all of them. Some of them just even in the concept stage, not even shot as video, but ones that the, were
2: instantly censored. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they they and then they have the reactions to each one. And some of them are just laughable. You look at it and you're like, "This is much much tamer than than b- beer commercials yeah. I've seen."
2: Like, give me a break. But so they have so GoDaddy themselves, GoDaddy.com, has put all versions of their Super Bowl ad. Online and specifically noted which ones
0: were denied. We should warn you that these have been denied for television viewing. So, you know,
2: which means you they're may
0: not want to view them.
2: Pathetically puerile and tame. And you can see much worse at your yeah, local they video are. game. Some,
0: some of them are dumb. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you that. But that doesn't mean they should be banned or censored. Uh, you know, uh, people, the, the networks are just way oversensitive. They they're they're afraid they don't know when the FCC is going to crack down on what. And so they're just being extra careful that that's what's causing this.
2: And it's boring. Yeah. Um, in other things that will be watched at Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you. At Super Bowl extra large, as I have taken to calling it. Um, you. Yeah. Wow. The supersized the, Super Bowl. The feds have. Oh,
0: That's freaking hilarious. I think I didn't make that up. Though. Oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where I heard it.
2: Um, the feds will be using holographic imaging to spy on people in Detroit. What does that mean
0: exactly? I don't really this know. This is on gadget.
2: Well, they'll have, they'll have basically, so they'll have cameras everywhere and then they'll have live action 3D holograms projected inside some sort of viewing box. And then I guess they can use it for facial recognition, monitoring your walk in case you're in disguise. No, you
0: know what this is for. They're, they're blowing a bunch of smoke here. This is actually so the defense people can watch the Super Bowl in 3D <laughs> and then get paid to do it.
2: <laughs> there you go. They're just there gonna have those go. cameras
0: pointed at the field. Dude, we had the coolest seats in the house. We were watching it in three years like we were all on the field. Oh, <laughs>
2: maybe rad could be the new awesome
0: a gaggle of trios is on the way according to news.com's tom krasit because Uh, the 700w stinks yeah maybe (laughs) Uh, apparently palm is going to bring out a bunch of different models of the trio from high-end windows and palm os models down to entry-level smartphones so a wide line of trios one codenamed hollywood and a palm os version of the 700w and maybe that won't be a sucky
2: Yeah, the Palm OS version has been in rumors for a while, 700W, or 700P, sorry. They're
0: blown by 750. They're going straight for the
2: 800. Yes. This is actually, it seems to be partially based on research notes by Karras and company analyst Susan Calla, that they would go straight to the 800P, which which apparently is the Hollywood. It is expected to drop the external antenna found on the Trio 650 and 700W and borrow the new thin-as-in design principles seen in some of Motorola's new products.
0: A new device called Lowrider, codename Lowrider. Might change no. the uh, the expensive options. That might be the uh, the low-cost Trio. Entry level. The entry level, yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like there were some details on this posting um, that raised some red flags, such as the possibility that it would have a 3.2 megapixel camera.
0: <laughs> All my friends know the lowrider. <laughs> nice.
2: I don't know. We'll see. We'll All see. Right. Trio could be totally over by then.
0: Uh, we'll skip on right past the British Navy installing iPods on their warships. <laughs> That'll, Even though it's awesome. I'll leave the link in the show notes. And for we'll ya.
2: skip right on past the Kama Sutra of worm, which apparently is a total dud. It is worth skipping right yeah. past.
0: Uh, but we got an IE7. We had several IE7 reviews from people, and they were all pretty much the same. It's buggy. Uh, But we loved Tommy's in particular. He said, IE7 looks ugly. The forward and back buttons look like they were cut out of scissors and pasted on.
2: Cut out with scissors and pasted on. But he says, how do I get rid of this thing? And I, um, Tommy, have the answer. Because in my frenzy of installing and uninstalling yesterday, I uninstalled IE7 beta 2. What you have to do is go to the control panel, the add remove box there, and check the button that says show updates. And it, then IE7, the beta, is listed under the Windows XPSP2
0: updates. Oh, that's counterintuitive. So then you
2: can just go down and... Oh, yeah, I had to look it up.
0: Show me the updates so that I can uninstall Show me the something. updates
2: so I can uninstall this thing. Well, yeah. it just says, you know, because otherwise it wouldn't display any of the updates that you got
0: from We Windows. issued the challenge of being that's able how. to convert iTunes videos to PDAs. This was especially for Paul, not Ron. Uh, but Roger K. claims to have the solution. Uh Using TCPMP, which Paul Not Ron already uses, Mm -hmm. to squeeze the video down. Then using something called M-Player to do the transcoding. And he actually spent 8 bucks on a program called Lathe to uh, front-end the M-Player and make life a little easier. I will add the full text of Roger's uh, steps to the show notes. Mm -hmm. And then Paul Not Ron, if you're listening, uh, try it out and confirm to us uh, if it works for you.
2: And if it does, Roger K gets a t-shirt. Yay
0: for Roger K. Ha ha. Uh, also, Kevin wrote in, uh, you may know him as Mac Hugger on the forums. Uh, when he first heard about dark fiber, he figured it was just optical cable that was already in use by companies with big budgets. But this article makes it sound, and he has a link to a news.com article, as though the fiber has been installed but just isn't in use. And that is, in fact, what dark fiber is. That's mm-hmm. why it's dark, there's no light running through it. Right. So why and who would spend money to put this fiber down if it was never used? Where is this fiber? It's under your feet. And if it's already down, what's the big expense of bringing it online? Well, basically, it's that last mile problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, it doesn't
2: go everywhere it needs to go.
0: Putting it, Installing it has been a big deal. People have been trying to roll out fiber. And of course, the, the first step is to roll it out in the main trunk lines, right? But then rolling it from the main trunk lines to your door has been the bottleneck. Mm-hmm. And so... Getting people to pay for that last mile has has been the big issue. So that's that's what dark fiber is. That's the dark fiber that Google's been buying up, and somebody needs to step in and spend some money to roll it to everyone's doors.
2: Right, and then we could all have as much bandwidth as we want. So haha. But who did lay it? It was the was it the telcos and the big
0: all different the, all different yeah, companies a bunch in, of different invested companies. in it. Especially a lot of it got rolled out during the dot com boom.
2: Right. So it wasn't like the government rolled it out, or it's not some secret yeah. rollout. It's that like companies rolled it out in an attempt to increase their own <laughs> bandwidth, and then they couldn't. Solved the last mile hurdle, and then now it's just laying
0: there. Or an investment that they're still waiting to pay off. <laughs> or, yes, <laughs>
2: exactly. Um, funny email from Digger, DGR, um, on the guy who's suing Apple for the iPod. Being yeah, we haven't talked
0: about this because it's so dumb. It's
2: so ridiculous. If you haven't heard, some guy is suing Apple because it says that the iPod, ha- they haven't done enough to keep the iPod from damaging your ears, other than include a volume
0: control. Well, and, and I don't know about you, but with my iPod, I usually have it cranked almost all the way up. Because when Cause I'm on the train, I can't enough. hear it. You need noise canceling headphones.
1: Are you being sarcastic?
0: No, I'm not. You
1: shouldn't do that.
0: Why? It is bad for your ears. It's terrible for your
1: ears. Well, I
0: can I can't hear it otherwise. That's bad for my health. Get better
1: headphones. Yeah, you
2: need to get some noise canceling headphones. Otherwise, you're going to ruin your ears. I can't
0: believe you. My old Creative Nomad (laughs) headphones are great. They're not in ear. They're They're not. They're they're not earbuds. No, they sit on the side. Well,
1: you're not. You're not using very good headphones.
0: No, I'm not. You shouldn't. Because (laughs) I've been on
1: the Bart Plenty and I've been on Muni Plenty and I don't go on my birthday list. Jeez. Either that or you just had listened to really bad <laughs> quality MP3s. That could be too. Sorry, that was my rant. Well,
0: yeah, no problem. Buzz out loud. You have to be very careful
1: with your ears. They're very important. And
2: then they're very delicate. <laughs> what? Which apparently <laughs> which apparently DGR just didn't know. No one sent him the memo about how your ears are delicate. And you, to, if you turn the thing up too loud, then.
1: I learned that on the Mickey Mouse Club the when guy I was suing, like eight sorry. years old.
0: Did you learn it from Britney Spears?
1: Possibly, DGR says no. They had a um, they had a thing where (laughs) Christina Aguilera. They had a question, a question answer thing with the audience, Uh and a kid came up and said- maybe Justin answered. They were asking about like um, if you crank up the battery power on your Walkman, if it'll like make you know your Walkman, if it'll make the batteries die faster. And they're
2: like, yes, but make sure you don't crank it up too far because you could damage your ears. Yeah, I've heard that ear stuff. For I'm kind of paranoid about it, actually. M-I I am too. did well, you're not that funny. Seriously. Oh, uh, oh Ryan, his phone is ringing, and we can all hear it because we have good ears, and that's why uh, his I can't hear it. Can't hear I'm, it, I'm sorry,
1: that's, that's one, one on. of the things in this world that I'm very defensive of, I my know. ears. Okay, That sounded terrible. Yeah, I'm defensive of a lot of things. But now ears we don't have for time
0: for Bob the Patent Lawyer.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, actually, we are running kind of late. Yeah, we are. All right, we'll get to Bob the Patent Lawyer. Tomorrow, we want to give a shout-out to Graham on the Frapper map located in F- Fort Myers, Florida.
0: I love, his, I love his note. Do it. This flapper pin. I think, I don't know if that's a typo. I think he I did know. it on purpose. Oh, He's just funny. making a fun of flapper. Uh, brought to you by Earthlink. This uh-huh. flapper pin brought to you by Earthlink.
2: Nice. <laughs> and that is all. For the from the longest podcast ever.
0: 1-800-616-CNET. Oh, no, it's not. And give us an email, buzz at cnet.com or post in our forums, forums.cnet.com. Look for the Buzz Out Loud lounge. And look for the
1: Buzz Report video on Monday. Yes,
0: yeah. new Don't Buzz Report it. video. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I've seen it and it's funny. <laughs> Go to podcast.cnet.com to do so. Bye, folks. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Maya. Maya. Oh my a hee, my a ha,